News, sports, AccuWeather, and more. Wake up with the information you need on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Taking fabulous care of us, making sure the archives work, pushing all the buttons, answering the phones, and uh, sending important messages when necessary. That would be Rob Center, our great producer. So we appreciate uh, his help and hard work uh, throughout our Sunrise production. On the news line with us now, a Bucknell University professor. We've talked to him for probably the better part of 15-some years or so. Environmental topics and history and literature and the important aspects of humanities in our area. Dr. Paul Alf Sievers is on the line, director of the Bucknell Program for American Leadership and Citizenship and an associate professor of literary studies at Bucknell. Happens to be a deacon in the Russian Orthodox Church in Lewisburg, and that'll be Jermaine shortly as part of our discussion. Good morning, Alf. Or Paul, thank you so much for calling in today. Hey, good morning, Mark. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we talked to you a few months ago about the Open Discourse Coalition on Market Street in Lewisburg. That's got some classes lined up for this uh, fall and, and has been underway. And we also have talked about in recent months the Bucknell Program for American Leadership and Citizenship, which is uh, essentially an off-campus uh, activity now. Uh, what is the latest in the uh, Program for American Leadership and citizenship. Sure. Well, um, BPAL is um, uh, has a plan for a new year of programming as we go back to campus in person, which is great. Um, our plans include having Jordan Peterson come to campus, the uh, University of Toronto psychologist and uh, public intellectual. That's planned for October. Uh, we plan to have Edward Snowden come in virtually, um, along with um, Shoshona Zuboff of Harvard in person. The two of them are both experts on issues of digital surveillance and concerns about that, and uh, they will be on a panel about that. We plan to have a panel with some expert historians on Winston Churchill to discuss uh, the pros and cons of Churchill's career, which uh, has come under some criticism recently, so presents some different sides of that. And we have some other uh, speakers planned on issues such as academic freedom on campus and also various views of how to proceed with the COVID crisis in terms of best dealing with that. So we're, we're trying to offer different viewpoints, um, expose students to different views, whether they agree with them or not, uh, to model civil disagreement in you know, ways that people can talk and disagree strongly, but still do so in, uh, in a reasoned way and not uh, engage in personal attacks or bias. Strangely enough, when you propose talking about things openly with all sides represented without uh, bias and trying to hear all sides, you get pushback. Uh, people say that this is uh, indoctrination, or you know, you're you're somehow significantly part of the problem if you talk about this. Yeah, it's true, and you know, I, I'm not uh, officially part of ODC, but as director of BPAL on campus. I interact with uh, the Open Discourse Coalition, which uh, uh, supports us. We're very thankful for that. Um, it's a, the ODC is a group of alumni. We're a group of faculty on campus. But of course, you know, ODC, um, uh, early in the summer, uh, someone put up a sign on the front of the ODC building in downtown Lewisburg. 
um, which uh, said Center for White Victimhood, and um, that uh, act of vandalism really uh, was intended as a um, uh, criticism, I guess, of, of what we were stereotyped as doing by whatever individuals did that. But then it was also being celebrated a lot on social media as uh, a wonderful act and message. So um, obviously there's some way to go in terms of trying to educate people about the value of listening to different viewpoints and not just um, attacking others who have viewpoints different from their own. Why do people interpret a conversation about race, if there were going to be one, which there isn't really at this time, but if there were going to be a conversation about race that it's anti-white, why would they be defensive about that? Well, this came up last year. BPAL had a virtual event because of COVID where we had a discussion about systemic racism. Uh, We had um, uh, two uh, black intellectuals with somewhat different viewpoints on systemic racism uh, in a debate discussion dialogue uh, along with the the, uh, black filmmaker Eli Steele. And um, uh, the discussion, which was between Shelby Steele of the Hoover Institution and John Fountain of Roosevelt University, um, if you can watch it, it's on our website, Bucknell Program for American Leadership. Uh, BucknellLeaders.org is actually the URL. But uh, it was a very thoughtful discussion. Uh, different views were presented from within the black intellectual community. But even having that discussion was labeled as by some people, a few people at least, as itself being racist. You know, well, you can't have a discussion about issues or different views on systemic racism without that being racist itself. And uh, that's that's the kind of trap I think we're falling into as a society where uh, only some people feel that only one ideology or one point of view is uh, the right one, and to even question that is is a problem. And 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 the actual discussion, I think, was very respectful uh, and very concerned with the real problem of racism, with different views presented of that. But even just to have that sort of um, uh, discussion was too much for some people. Well, and I think you 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 pointed out, uh, and in our conversation with William Groover earlier this year about the ODC, uh, he's one of the founding. Uh, alumni and uh, professors associated with that, of course, primarily from uh, private business, but it uh, comes to the Valley with a great wealth of experience and intellect. Uh, we also heard that uh, uh, both sides of the aisle, both sides of these important issues can push back against further dialogue. You know, we'll sometimes see students, which may who may be perceived as being more liberal, pushing back against uh, some sort of an ultra-right-wing speaker of any type uh, and, and vice versa. I mean, it really kind of goes uh, both ways. And the ODC, uh, in your observation, one of the one of the goals is to make sure that all these viewpoints get an open mic. Yeah, exactly, and that there isn't a uh, uh, reaction uh, that is just based on personal attack or bias or trying to erase or cancel other points of view. Uh, that to really, you know, deal with and solve problems in our country and bring people together. There has to be uh, an environment that's supportive, especially for young people uh, developing their 
public careers and future, uh, an environment that's supportive of, okay, how do we get together and talk through things? As Lyndon Johnson used to like to say, come let us reason together, uh, quoting the Bible. All right. So um, you have uh, felt the need to go to the state, uh, what is it, uh, state human rights commission uh, for some uh, observations and or relief or action on this. What led to that? What is the action uh, that you've taken and what uh, reaction on their part would be appropriate in your view? Right. Well, uh, wrapped up in all this is um, kind of a a strange phenomenon where you can be in a college town like Lewisburg with a lot of well-educated and culturally uh, adept uh, people. But this idea that there's only sort of one point of view or one viewpoint can extend hopefully unintentionally to really marginalizing or even attacking people who are different, uh, not only in their views, but in their cultures and their religions. So in the course of the social media uh, uproar uh, in support of having that sign put up on the ODC building, for example, uh, I was called Lewisburg's wannabe Rasputin because uh, I'm a member of the Russian Orthodox clergy, which is uh, a, a small minority religious group in, in this area and in Lewisburg. Now, Rasputin is a stereotyped villain uh, of uh, Russian history who people feel deserve to be killed. And so um, having that identification placed on me publicly, it's still up online publicly, um, is unsettling. And I think it's one indication of this kind of bias and how uh, people, even educated people, will uh, uh, trying to try to advance their views by attacking personally and uh, with bias others. This would be a little bit like uh, speaking of someone of Muslim background and saying they're Lewisburg's Osama bin Laden or so forth. And you know would would be uh, uh, terribly inappropriate in that case as well. But uh, that's an illustration of some of the some of the incidents and things that I've encountered, uh, both as a as a Russian Orthodox Christian and as someone who. Is is uh, supporting what we call viewpoint diversity. But uh, and what could the State Human Rights Commission do? Well, the, the commission is mainly concerned with employment and education discrimination, but part of their charge is to intervene in communities where there is a pattern of bias. And um, uh, I think there arguably has been a pattern of bias involved in all this. The way they intervene in those cases is to intervene educationally uh, to highlight the problem and uh, engage in some kind of educational program. So, um, you know, that's I'm hoping for something along those lines, uh, at least to highlight this issue or this problem. I mean, I've I've had people yell uh, uh, religious bias statements against me in a restaurant in downtown Lewisburg. I've had my office belongings removed from my office and put out on the street by someone who had expressed hostility towards my church. Um, You know, this type of thing uh, 
uh, just shouldn't be part of our community, and, and I think most people in the Lewisburg area would agree with that. Well, you have an open mic to talk about uh, the growth that's taking place in Lewisburg. One of the good uh, individuals pointed out that at least the building the ODC inhabits is called Lewisburg Trust, so we hope that uh, in the future the whole town can live up to that uh, right. name. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Well, keep us up to date about the State Human Rights uh, Commission action, if any, and uh, the ODC, of course, will try to be in the back row at some of these activities, and uh, the Bucknell Program for American Leadership and Citizenship has an open mic here. Anytime to talk about uh, upcoming events, so do stay in touch. Anything else important to add, Paul? Oh, thanks. Thanks so much, Mark. And I, I think the real important thing is, you know, we all want a better society for, and especially for our young people. And so we just need to learn to pull together more, all of us. You know, we're all human beings. We have biases and issues and you know, the more we can talk through those kinds of issues and recognize cultural differences and celebrate those differences while also moving forward, uh, the better. And hopefully we can model that more for our young people in terms of civil disagreement. <laughs> I think you're being a little generous when you say we all want a better world for our young people based on some of the things that I uh, I read online, but that's a whole other issue. Sir, please do keep in touch. Thank you, and you have an open mic to talk about upcoming programming, and so we surely will uh, focus on that uh, probably within a month or so. We'll have our first segment related to that. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thanks so much, Mark. Really appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you. That is uh, Bucknell University professor Dr. Paul Alf Sievers. Alf, a nickname he once held, but has uh, converted his name as he's taken on a new Christian persona in the Russian Orthodox Church. He's director of what is an off-campus now Bucknell program for American leadership and citizenship and uh, remains on campus as an associate professor of literary studies at Bucknell, a deacon in the Russian Orthodox uh, Church. And uh, we invite your comments about this on our Facebook page. He's received tons and tons of support lately. He talked about the uh, Open Discourse Coalition, and of course they do have a building associated with that. We're going to hear more about that in the weeks and months ahead. Uh, you can find out more about them and their programming at opendiscoursecoalition.org.